Welcome to another episode of the A-Team Fitness Podcast. This episode is a conversation pulled directly from a coaching call where I received a question about the benefits of intermittent fasting. Keep listening to have all of your intermittent fasting questions answered, including why it works, the benefits, when it isn't a great choice, and how to implement a fasting plan into your life as an active individual. If you enjoy the episode, consider sharing it with a friend. Thanks for being here. Coach Alex here from A-Team Fitness. Thanks for listening as I share incredible transformation stories directly from the source themselves, the individuals doing the work and seeing the results. We'll take a behind-the-curtain peek at the mental and physical changes that make for amazing transformations. I'm glad you're here, and after the episode, I hope you feel empowered to begin making some transformative changes of your own. Let's dive in. I wanted to briefly share with you some insights on intermittent fasting. Because you had mentioned that you're not interested in it, but you've heard about it. The important thing to know about intermittent fasting is there's no magic to it. It really only works, from a weight loss perspective, in helping people better control their calories by shortening the amount of time they can get in trouble by eating less frequently. That being said, there are some benefits that come with that style of eating, going prolonged periods of time without eating, and then eating in a shortened period of time. The most common example of this is what's called a 16-8. So you fast for 16 hours of the day, you eat during an eight hour period. And there's three things in particular. One is you will learn that hunger is not an emergency. And so oftentimes I think people get in trouble with their snacking habits in particular because any feeling of hunger at all, and we feel like we immediately have to jump on it. When in reality, obviously we could feel hungry for numerous reasons, boredom, stress, being a little bit hungry, whatever the case is, right? And in learning that it's not an emergency, then we can learn after that, that when we start to feel a little hungry, if it's not an advantageous time to eat, if we don't want to eat because we're planning something else, like we don't have to. And there's a lot of control in that. And then the second reason it can be helpful as a proxy of learning that hunger is not an emergency is it will reduce cravings. Not just short term, but in the long run, because we start to learn that we don't have to eat every time we're hungry and we get a better awareness around our hunger. We get used to going long periods of time without eating food. You will not crave things as much, which again, gives you a little bit more control over your eating because now you can decide if you're going to indulge in something as opposed to being drawn towards it. And even in addition to that, the quantity that you eat is you're in more control of. Like it's easier to push things away and not. The third benefit of it is as a tool to put us in an advantageous position to protect our calorie goal during social events. So presumably if you're used to only eating one or two meals a day from fasting, then you have a social event in the evening one day, it's not hard to go most of the day without eating anything, maybe have a little snack, before the event and then spend most of your calories at the event. And the reason that it, intermittent fasting or the practice of that helps with that as opposed to just one off doing that is because most often if we don't have the experience of the fasting and the craving control and the hunger awareness that comes from fasting, we will tend to overdo it at the social event because we're so ravenously hungry. But if we can kind of train ourselves not to be hungry and recognize that hunger is not an emergency, then we can actually eat a normal amount at the social event, but enjoy whatever is there and stay within our calories and still have our fun. So I will say the most common eating window is usually you would eat your meals between 12 and 8 or 1 and 9 p.m. 
So you're fasting basically from either 8 p.m. all the way till noon the next day. So you're basically skipping breakfast. Now this is somewhat dictated on your workout schedule. So I have some people who have done fasting in the past who worked out before work in the morning at like 6 a.m. And they didn't want to, and they personally, some people feel fine working out fasted, but they did not. So they had to eat before their workout. In that case, we shifted it. They stopped eating at like two in the afternoon, fasted through the evening, into night, woke up, had their first meal early. That's a little less advantageous. It's harder to do because part of the reason that, and you, I'm sure you experience this too, you don't really have as much of an appetite first thing in the morning. And the reason is because when you're sleeping, part of the way your body keeps you asleep is it suppresses the hormone that makes you hungry, ghrelin. And so that hormone doesn't get stimulated again at like full capacity until you eat something in the morning. So when you're able to not start eating until midday, you're basically riding the wave of that hormone being suppressed. There are some downsides or some things to be mindful of this. Fasting is not good for everyone. For example, people it's not great for is people who have issues maintaining level of blood sugar. The extreme example of this is someone who has a medical condition like diabetes, but even without there being a medical diagnosis officially, just a sensitivity to having low blood sugar can exacerbate the possibility of fainting, passing out, headache, getting dizzy, etc. So that is a case to be mindful of. Another thing to consider about this is to get these benefits, you do not have to do it every day. For example, so there was a period of time personally where I did the 16-8 fast two days a week for like four years straight. And that's how I know a lot of these benefits happen because it happened to me. I tend to do my workouts morning time, late morning-ish, like 9, 10 a.m. And so I knew that I didn't feel great working out without eating something first. Right. So what I planned, if, if I went to the gym, for example, five days a week, I would only fast on the two days I didn't work out in the morning. So then I knew it wouldn't impact the workouts. I could still eat on those days, but the days I wasn't, it would be easy for me to just like do work in the morning with a cup of coffee and and I still got all those benefits even just doing it two days a week. And as far as learning some of those things, like the hunger not being an emergency, the craving control, all of that, I do recommend doing it on a consistent basis so you get used to it. And then eventually you can get away from that and just kind of use it on an as-needed basis. For example, for me, I really only do it now if I'm traveling or if I have a social event that I want to save calories for. Thanks for tuning in. If you feel inspired by this story, please share it with a friend. If you'd like to book a free discovery call to talk with an A-Team coach, head to the episode description or visit us at ateamfit.com. That's A-T-E-A-M-F-I-T.com. We'll see you again soon.